Hi, and welcome. I am so glad that you could come and join me on this journey today. Today, I would like to be coming, talking about the traits of a man. And somebody said, what is the traits of a man? Well, it means habits, mannerism. What is mannerism? Mannerism is a difference between, it's uh, means in Hebrew, it means special, unique, none like no one else. You are not ordinary person. And these are some traits that I wrote down of a man. Honest, loyal, devoted, loving, kind, sincere, ambitious, thoughtful, wise, constructive, warm, friendly, clean, trustworthy, dependable, open-minded, empathy, reliable, effective, courageous, and productive. These are the traits that comes out of man. So I want to point out also some definitions of what some of these are talking about. For instance, one is religion. Religion exactly says it is commitment or devotion to something. To be honest is to be sincere, to have certainty about reality and truth. Loyal is faithfulness and confidence to someone. When you're devoted, you are affectionate Caring, dedicated, and steadfast, and not easily moved. When you are a loving person, you are a manifester of expressing attention, and you pay attention to that significant one. And being kind is a sympathetic helpful nature of being a gentle spirit and being sincere is straight and upfront in heart and being ambitious is a strong desire to succeed and be progressive And have good thoughts and deep with sensitivity and consideration, showing care. And wise means well thought out, rationally, intelligently, 
and constructive means helping to improve, to promote further. Development or advancement. To be warm means to have affection, kindness, and enthusiastic. Being friendly means pleasant to be involved with. Being clean means virtuous, innocent, good, upright, righteous, undefiled, gutless, and blameless. To be trustworthy is able to rely on. To be dependable is to have an account of being sure. You are sure. Open-minded means willing to consider, flexible and willing to change. And empathy means to be able to understand and share feelings of others. So these are the traits of man. And I want to come from 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter. We know that Paul was talking about charity. And we understand to have charity, you must be willing to be loving. You've got to be willing. The Lord said, if I do this thing willingly, then I shall have a reward. So I have to do charity willingly. Help others be there. He said, if I willingly do this thing, if I make a choice to love God and others and to get to know Him, then and only then will I walk in love with God. Not because I'm afraid, but because it makes me come to God only willingly. So we should not get in a position today thinking that we're doing God a favor. And it's not from the heart. God wants things to be done from the heart, not because we are trying to impress him. We want to be done from the heart. That means I just don't want you to look at me because uh, I just want a pat on the back or somebody to say, oh, good. Or, you know, a man service, but I want to do the service of God. So I must do it willingly. Would you like someone to do things willingly for you or do it because uh, I just feel sorry for you so bad that you know I just okay whatever no you want somebody to do it because they have the heart to do it and they love you and they want to help you so that's why they're doing it not because they feel so sad that you oh 
he's such a pity fool. I, I, yeah, I just go on and did it for him because, you know, he, he just really needed it. But that wasn't from the heart. You just feeling like kind of sorry for the person, but not from the heart. You have no um, regrets in your mind, or you have no hardness in your heart towards that person, you know, or you don't feel no kind of an anxiety or anything about it, but you feel free. So that's what God is saying. That's is what charity is about. So we should not, even if I have a gift, that's God is saying in the first scripture of first Corinthians first scripture, even if I have a gift of prophecy and I can understand anything, what type of mind, but what type of mind do I have? What am I doing to it? And what is my purpose? God wants to see love in your purpose. What is your purpose that you are doing this for others? Is it to be seen of a man to get a, a praise or a reward or maybe money? People do not do things for certain reasons because they want to be seen and impressed by man. But God is not looking for impression. He is looking for heart. He is looking for a willing heart. He said, if I be willing and obedient, I shall eat the good. I shall be blessed. I shall not lack anything. Why? Because I did it willingly. Amen. From the heart. And I know my purpose. And I put love in my purpose. Even if faith, it says, which we know, without it, we cannot please God. But love is the answer. God said in 1 Corinthians 16 and 14, Let all things be done with charity. Okay, uh, I don't understand the definition of charity. What is it? Well, the definition of charity is to help others. You give alms. Your, uh, that means you give your money with love and help. You're generous, very thoughtful. And God wants us to give with kindness. Not as if you're doing somebody a favor uh, by relieving them or give them give them some kind of relief. You you're not doing nobody favor if you're not doing it with love. That's what God said. You you sound like a tinkling cymbal and and a, a sounding brass. You don't use just a loud sound to him. You, it, it doesn't it doesn't profit nothing. It means nothing. That's what God's saying. If the purpose is not love, it means nothing. So what we do, we need to do it in love. That's what God is saying. We need to do it in love. 
He said, um, when we are under suffering, you know, men will know you are the children of God by the love that ye have one for another. So when we are going through, you know, we are suffering for what is right. Men will know by the love that you show to one another that you are the children of God. That's what the Bible says. That's what, why men's going to know who you are and what you're all about. What is your purpose down here? He said, even if I feed the poor and three and burn my body, but if I'm not lovable, it is nothing. It profits me nothing. So people, you know, they walk around with their mean and nasty spirit and think they are doing something big, but their hearts are somewhere else. So people preach only for money, not because they really want the people saved. They could care less, really. But God says nothing will be nothing to me if it is not done in love it is just like an empty bank account in the end you may have gained here on earth everything everybody but god said where is the passion it is for man or is it for you know, a reward from them, or what is it for? You gain this world. So you know what? You get your reward from this world. This world is going to be your reward. Because you did not do it in love. You did it for money. You did it for gain. You did it because you wanted to be seen of men. And God is saying, I don't want that seen stuff. I want you to... Uh, have purpose and be willing do it in love and charity when you give your alms when you give money to people to help people do it right don't do it for other other purposes well there's purposes for this and I'm gonna, this purpose for that and and I'm going to take some and put some in my bank account and I'm, I'm going to do this and that but God said, bring the money to his storehouse. Nobody wants to put the money into the storehouse so that it will be full. And why God want it full? So he can help others. The, the church forgot nothing to give because the storehouse is broke. And the church is pulling and suffering because there, there, was. They were not willing to do what is right. So God's saying, though you give your body to be burned and all this and feed the poor, still, what would it profit you if ye have not love? What is it going to profit you? What are you going to get out of this? Nothing really. God's saying it's not going to get much, much with me, because I am love. That's who I am. And that's who I'm all about. You know, it says, um, love 
which is charity, does not need to be seen because it is a spirit of wanting to do good too. It says love is not puffed up. That means it's not arrogant. Uh, doesn't think only of itself. The attitude, you know, for somebody who's puffed up, the attitude stinks. You know, it stinks to God. God don't appreciate that. He does not want to be offensive and arrogant against others. He does not want us to be offensive and arrogant against others. It does not act. Love does not act unseemly. Acting out not appropriate or proper attitude or behavior. Its behavior is not of unappropriate. It's appropriate, not unappropriate. So you know the traits. Hallelujah. Glory. Hallelujah. You need an usher. You know the traits of someone when they're walking in love. You will see. They're not inappropriate. They have a proper attitude and behavior. And it's going to show. They are not selfish. They are not easily made mad or frustrated. It takes no sides with evil. It don't want no evil. It don't, it don't like evil. It is not happy with sin. But rejoices in the word of God and his love. That's what it does. That's what it does. It does not rejoice with sin. Charity does not rejoice with sin. God hates sin. And he will not rejoice. If you are walking in love, you will not rejoice with sin. You don't sit there and say, Oh, you call good evil and evil good. There's no way. The Bible said, it takes no pleasure with evil. It does not take side with evil. Amen. It said, it beareth all things. That means it deals with things and people. And it never gives up on the faith. It bears and deals with people. Forbearance. It deals with people. These days, people don't want to deal with nothing. And they barely can deal with themselves. They don't want to deal with nobody. They don't got time. They're running out of time. And you're wasting most of their time. So Dave's like, no, no, no. But that's not what charity is. The Bible say it beareth. It beareth all things. It will deal with it. I mean, I will go through the fire if I have to. Because the love is burning in my heart. It don't give up like that. It hopeth. It hopeth. You know, some things is, is you, you say to yourself, some things is going to change. That's that hope when you 
you see it's going to change. It's a, it endures all things. It's willing to go through to see that change. Endure means not to stop, to, to deal with, to go through something, to um, even though it's hurting, I'm going to still, I'm going to still keep going. That's what love says. I'm gonna still I'm gonna still go on anyway. It endures. It don't stop until it sees a change. It says love never fails. You can go after love because it won't fail and it won't disappoint you. Love is not disappointing. When you truly love somebody, you will not be disappointed because love deals with a lot of things. Love endures things. So you will be happy with love. It don't fail. It will always come through just in time. And God is that love that we must depend upon. His love. His love is pure. Just like pure gold. Tried in the fire. Hallelujah. You say whether there be gifts. That means different diversities of gifts. Different gifts. It will one day no more exist. It will be gone. But. The love of God. Charity will never cease. You know, Paul said, when I was a child, I thought as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. So he understood that growing up, you will not understand a lot of things. But when you become into manhood, your learning should be expounded. You should no longer be thinking as when you were two years old. Gag at Google. Or, or barely know how to say a bathroom. When, you, when you're 20 years old, you should be saying, oh, that's the bathroom right there. Well, thank you very much. I'm going to go over there. Because your understanding is more learned now than what it was when you were two years old. So a 20 year old should not be thinking like a two year old. A 20 year old should be thinking like a 20 year old and a two year old should be acting like a two year old. Amen. But some people in this world today, you got hallelujah, you got two years old trying to act like 20 years old. And 20 years old trying to act like two years old. Which a two-year-old wouldn't have an idea what a 20-year-old was. But some kids, they grow up so fast. And they're trying to act grown and they ain't even got grown yet. They act, act like they know it all. Because they're mocking what they said their mama and daddy do. Or whoever is the caretaker. They're acting like them. But they don't know. They're just followers. That's what they are. And if we, have you ever heard the term, man, they grew up so fast. 
Well, yeah. Because they're mocking somebody. Amen. So, we want to go to Galatians 5, 22 through 23. And here is some of the fruits which also tells us who a real Christian is. So we would like to know. These are the fruit that lies within a Christian. So it says first, it said love. Wow. We just came across that beautiful word. Love charity. I love it. You know, it is a fruit. And guess what? It shows maturity. It shows us maturity. All these are underlined, are enjoined with love. Joy is enjoined with love. It is a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. It is entwined with the word love. Cherry. Peace. Freedom from disturbance, calmness, and tranquility. It also comes under the method of love. And then long-suffering, patience when trouble is caused by other people. You're willing to go through. That also comes under the intuition of love. And then you got gentleness is to be kind, tender, understanding, soft with your actions. That's gentleness. And it also comes under the word love. And then you have goodness. That means to do the right thing. That also comes under the action of love. And then you have faith, which is complete confidence and trust in something or someone that also comes under the action of love. And then you have meekness, means willing to submit and accept without resistance. You are willing. You are willing to submit. Hallelujah. You want to submit. And accept. And you don't have that resistance. To pull. Back. And also temperance. Temperance means control. Your will. You have self-control over yourself. You are a good manager of who you are. Amen. So, these are the fruits of the Spirit. Which tells someone out there that there is a difference. And there is a trait in me. And a change that expresses who I really am. I'm saying, am I a child of God? I'm a child of the devil. Who am I a child of? Well, these fruits are going to express the traits and the characteristics of God and 
what's in you and what's not in you. Praise God. And this is what God wants in us. These fruits, which is the traits to show that his love abounds within our hearts. Amen. I'm so glad that you came. And I hope that you learned something from God's sweet word. And that it was a blessing to your heart. And that it will see you through the next journey that you face. God bless. You have a wonderful night. Be encouraged. Keep your head up because there's nothing down. And God be with you. If he say he'll never forsake you, he'll never leave you. He said, trust in me and I'll set you free. God is good and his mercy endure forever.